Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. I guess this is guess what you call the late night edition of Trend Chat. That's the late night music, I guess. <laughs> Hello, and this is, like I said, Trend Chat. Uh, kind of last minute, impromptu Trend Chat. Somehow, I, I would say I probably thought about doing this, what, about 
two or three hours ago. <laughs> and um, I guess the one reason why is because I can. <laughs> I mean, why not? So, as as I stated before in the first episode, that um, basically what this podcast is is, is just me letting out what I'm already thinking about while I'm driving down the road. Um, you know, if you didn't hear the first episode and then everything as far as about myself and how to show um, description and everything, I will suggest you go to the very first episode and listen, listen in and you will get more details as far as um, what I'm mentioning here. But, this is kind of like one of those things now where I just kind of had a lot of stuff on my brain. Um, just driving, listen to the radio and just like, and I was thinking like, you know, what am I, what just put on the podcast. <laughs> and, um, first, before I go into any of that, I just want to thank everyone who participated in the interviews. Um, well, this week that were interviewed at CPAC last week, um, it was like I've posted on Facebook earlier. It definitely was better than I expected it. I, I wasn't wasn't expecting to get that many interviews. I really I was just thinking that it maybe be three or four, and I just fill it in with some stuff. I just with the regular program and just go from there. But like like I said, I had like two and a half hours of interviews, so I had to wanted to get it all out because if I kept doing 15 minute in- intervals it would have um it would have went into next week and that's not really trending by that time uh, actually I mean, by Thursday it was probably you know already on on a down trend already so um I went, went ahead and added some some more time so time that I'm actually going to use tonight too and also another reason is I've been posting a show every day since Sunday. So, I mean, why stop now? It's Friday. It's, it's kind of weird to be trying to do a podcast on a Friday night. Most people probably out doing whatever on a Friday night. So, who knows is probably listening. But if you are listening, um, the chat room is open. Um, because we are live, that's the, that's when it's actually open. So, um, as opposed to any other time when um, not when it's when it's being I guess recorded and put out. So, so anyone um, listening on Facebook or whatnot, just uh, you can go on Spreaker dot com slash show slash I think it's Trend Chat. Uh, uh, I should know these things, <laughs> but um. <laughs> But if you see it on Facebook, you click on link, it'll go straight to it. So it'll take you to the chat and everything. And um, <clears throat> I guess I'll get into what I'm going to talk about. I, just to kind of put a overview on a lot of it, because all this stuff I've just been thinking about. I know I'm going to be talking about Obamacare and my disappointments with the, with Congress so far and into, go into all that. And... Also, with with Attorney General uh, um, Jeff Sessions um, and everything that went on there, and and just the lack of resolve 
that I see um, when it comes to, I guess, come to to Republicans as far as what um, what they're doing right now. It just some it's just a contrast that I'm noticing, and maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something, but it's just something I'm seeing, and also just about, I guess. With that lack of resolve, and also we can probably talk about some about media and conservatives in media or lack thereof and stuff like that. I'm gonna go. I might probably go to the whole 45 minutes tonight, or maybe not. I don't know. I'm just um, right now. This is a the live. Like I said, this is <clears throat> like I said, this is live. Let me try to clear my throat. But um, it, so I'm just gonna go through a couple of things. Also, also I want to mention this because I don't want to forget it in the middle, in the middle of all my rant that I might go on. Um, I definitely want to mention the group called the Founding Project. Um, they are they're uh, well launching their website soon. Well, right now they're on Facebook at, and under a um. It's a Facebook group, so if you just go to Facebook and search the Founding Project, um, you should be able to find it. Now, their mission basically is to educate more citizens citizens in knowing more about the founding of our country, like um, like the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, and just the, our founding in general, and just so more more people would know about the country where so for one so they can actually pass a citizenship test that um legal immigrants has to have to take so i forget the um the stats about that but a lot of people a lot of citizens who are born here a lot of them couldn't pass tests that legal immigrants have to take to become citizens so uh, so a group called a group that's called the Founding Project. They are um, that's their mission, and I just recommend you find them on Facebook and um, definitely when they uh, get their get the website up and uh, hopefully I I will get a, a few of them on to um, to talk more about it. But um, so just wanted to make sure I got that out. Now um. I guess the first thing I I want to want to talk about is just my whole disappointment in what is going on with this Obamacare repeal when it comes to Republicans as far as I I remember like it was last year when they went through the whole campaign and they promised so much i mean they would they said oh we got to repeal obamacare on the first day <laughs> and um it was all just this just blustering <laughs> critique and just i mean viciously going after the policy and just saying how horrible it is and we got to do this now and if you if you vote for me, if you was running for Congress and or whatnot, or, or even you know President Trump now, and he was saying the same, at, at least in saying that Obamacare is just a horrible law and needs to be repealed, and 
and here we are this March <laughs> and we're not it's pro the progress is moving very slow and it and repeal could have been done could have been done on the first day keyword is could be could have been so but it didn't so a lot of other markers have passed and we've gotten past the first week went past the first month uh, went past president's day um and now we are here and you know now it's disappointing to the right now just just because you have so so many i guess factors that are playing into it and factors that I don't know why Republicans are getting sucked into. Uh, one would be in the reception that they were getting at these town halls or not even just town halls, maybe just from well, from the media, which it seems to be a constant problem um, amongst a lot of Republicans where it, I mean, for me, I, I have, a, I've been involved since, 20 so what so it's 08 so i would say what end of 07 so for me i've never never been involved when republicans was in powers because my whole time has been just democrats um for the most part in power and, and obama obama being in you know the whole time so for me um this is a, a bit new, but um, the past in the past eight years, hmm, seeing Republicans being kind of being um, afraid, <laughs> I guess, of of the media for the most part, and I'm not talking about all Republicans. Obviously, there are some that are, that are are bold, but I'm talking about the majority of them and the ones that are always very apologetic about. <laughs> about anything the media criticized them for and they're always just basically accepting their narrative and then just going with it and saying you know and then kind of bowing to it um i feel like a lot of them just or a lot of them just act that way because they deep down they just really are not the people that they really are saying that they are they're trying to appeal appeal to conservatives for the most part to get elected, but that's not what they really are about because when they get in, they use all the, every excuse in the book to to not promote or advocate any um, conservative policy until it's around election time, which <clears throat> is actually funny in the, diff in the contrast when you talk about Democrats. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there are liberals... I like that, like that, on the Democrat side, but it's it just seems like to me the Democrats run on on some on something on on, on an agenda, and they if they get elected, they actually go out and do it. <laughs> um, maybe they don't go as far. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's. I, I mean, I don't know myself as far as from a liberal point of view but, I'm, but it seems like to me at least they go out there and try you know that kind of goes into my other point I was, I'm going to make later on and just 
the difference as far as um just Democrats and Republicans and how they just how one tends to fight and one tends to kind of kind of be shy about it. But um but back to this old as far as the Obamacare repeal, it's just it's it's just disappointing right now that because you have seems like you have so many different ways people want to go. Um, I, I feel like this whole the people that keep talking about repeal and replace it, that's just making the process even slower. And so, in some cases, I feel like it's done on purpose to just to drag this thing on as long as possible. Um, because I feel like some of them just don't want it repealed. Some want, you know, some want to just it's not the fact that it was Obamacare taking over the health health care system. It's not so much that it was a, it just that it was controlled by Democrats that they had a problem with. And not the fact they have a problem with the law in itself. They probably have no problem with the law. That's, you know, but they would like to run it and they want it want to be, you know, Instead of Obamacare, they just want to be, I guess, Republican care, I guess. And just have them have their stamp on it. So it's not about the it's not about the taking over of an industry. It's not about that. It seems like some some of these Republicans have no no problem with that. So that's what I feel like about some of the some of the people who are maybe wanting to drag their feet on this. And um. And it's funny, it's an argument that I'm not hearing too much is that it seems like they're buying in to um, a narrative about, um, um, I mean, about trying to think of of it in particular. Oh, yeah, about (laughs) some will say, I'm pretty sure they probably hear it in these town halls that, well, you you can't just can't just um, end Obamacare right now and you just and then everybody be people just be out in the street without no health care or, or no insurance or whatever. And, but I don't hear anyone saying anything about, um, well, there is, and like the plan for 2015, the bill that was, that was passed in 2015 about repealing Obamacare. There's, there was a two year transition period. And that's what, that's what a lot of these these plans are, have a transition period, but it seems like Republicans don't want to mention don't mention that. Like that, look, I'm mentioning that right now, and it's not like I've seen everything, <laughs> every bill that they have passed, and they are and they are planning for Obamacare. And I even know there's a transition period, but why in the world they just can't? Like that never comes to mind when someone, when they at whether they at a town hall or someone come to like come up to them and just say like, well you're gonna uh, you're gonna just throw people off off you know Obamacare or throw them off whatever health care plan that they have right now if you repeal Obamacare, and yet time and time again I don't hear anyone saying like, well that's not the case because there's a there will be a okay one year two year transition period even if this if this bill is repealed so that's not the case so if we did repeal it today it's not like as soon as president trump signed it everyone is off and now you just fin he just you know yon yon 
right then and there. That's not the case. But I don't hear that argument. And I don't know. Maybe it's people just it just it's just kind of what I'm thinking about as far as I don't know, don't know if if they really want to reveal repeal Obamacare or not. So so uh, that's just that's just one of the things, <laughs> um, you know. And you know, like one of the other one of the other issues as well when it comes to this whole repeal is now then you then you have people the republicans basically want to not repeal it but quote maybe want to fix it or tinker around with it basically make it like obamacare light which is going to just make things worse really um and then and then when <laughs> when this obamacare light fails like obamacare failed then then what then it's on them for tinkering around, tinkering around with it, just messing around the outsides, instead of just repealing the whole the whole law and starting free, starting fresh. But, but that's uh, that's where we at right now. And, but you know what? I would say, you know, the well, I would say this first too, is that the fear about it. Is that right now, okay, you have people maybe calling, calling their congressman or whatnot, and um and it was being talked about on Twitter and social media in general. But that's right now. And the fear is that, you know, one year it's not well, I mean we haven't got to one year yet. We've got we just a, a, over a month. But think about it if it goes on goes on for another year and then two years. Then three years, and then then we're going into you know the general for uh, President Trump to be reelected and all that, and then it by that time, I don't know if it have if the law hasn't been repealed by then. Um, well, for one, that that had to that has to um, be a negative for President Trump if you try to get reelected. In that sense, if if we've gone on that long with nothing, or even something like I said, like an Obamacare light, but even with that, the more the more this keep dragging on and on, people are gonna just lose interest little by little. And and let's say we did go three years from now, and, and it's still nothing. I can very well hear the argument for that being that well. Uh, by that time, it'll be over ten years old, and by you know at that time, well, people have been. Uh, I could just hear the argument. People are like, well, it's been, um, it's it's been a part of the system, been a part of the government for the past ten years. A lot, a lot of people are are. Uh, I guess what's it? A lot, of, a lot of people are benefiting from it. Blah blah blah. And, and basically, just say like, well, it's ingrained into the system, and we can't just up, upend it now, and and just go and just go on, on, on to the point that basically it just becomes like another government program, like everything else, and just increasing the size of government even more. And by that time, then it, it then it would be close to impossible to get getting rid of it. 
and then everyone will basically be coming back four years later, six, eight years later again. This time they're not talking about repeal. <laughs> now they're just talking about fixing it. <laughs> like they talk about fixing Social Security. Like they talk about fixing Medicaid. Like they talk about fixing all these other programs. And that's when, by that time, that's when we went, well, we need to fix this Obamacare, whatever they might be calling it by then. But, um, so that's, so that's where I, you know, where all this, I feel like is, you know, this keeps, this keeps going on and on. This is, I I feel like this is where we're going to be at. And, um, but I, I, I would say one, one tiny little sliver of, <laughs> of hope in it is that do you, do any, do you remember when Obamacare was, voted upon voted upon and and passed you know it was basically over a year after obama was inaugurated because it was this it was this month in 2010 so so it took them that long to get it passed so in that sense i as much as i've been ranting and raving about this right now (laughs) If if we can get to this this time next year, and it would be repealed by this time next year, at least, okay. Um, like I said said earlier, I mean, it, this this should have been and could have been done early, you know, earlier. It could have been done already, but it took the Democrats uh, over a year to actually get it passed. So f- for even though it shouldn't take the Republicans this long to, to repeal it. But if so, I guess that's, I can be rational <laughs> with that. And just as long as it happens, see, that's the thing. And, you know, I was, you know, we, we all have been hearing about what they were going to do with Obamacare in the first hundred days or whatnot. And, and it doesn't look like anything of the sort is happening. So it's going to be kind of, kind of hard to actually, fully like the trust if they're going to do that in the next year or so or not so so enough about that (laughs) um you know they're just stuff i wanted to get out so just get off my brain get off my chest and um and obviously the another trending topic will be uh attorney general jeff sessions and um and and his speaking with the Russian ambassador um, during the campaign. Now, I remember when I first heard it, I started reading up on it. And the first, like one of the first things that I saw in the reading that was, well, I, I, well, I didn't know off the top of my head. I mean, what committees he was a part of, but then just seeing that he was a part of the armed services committee time. I saw that. I'm like, well, that shouldn't be, that that shouldn't be that big of an issue if you're part of the armed services committee that you will speak to some foreign ambassador of any kind, not just Russia, just in general. But, um, but that's not how Democrats and their friends in the media are, are going to spend that, you know, obviously they, they are using this in their ever, 
forever seeking, wanting to connect anything they can to Russia and the Trump administration. And any any communication or any, or I guess, I don't know, whatever it is, whether it's, if you if you looked at a at a Russian, <laughs> then then you might be implicated or something. So um, but this I'm that's one thing I mentioned in one of my articles for Politics is that this is not going to stop. <laughs> um, there's they're going to find every little thing to to make an issue out of, and the uh, Democrats have a very powerful ally as the, as as I mentioned in with their friends in the media, which <clears throat> it, this kind of goes back to the point I wanted to make about, about fighting, you know, for, well, I mean, whether you, whether you think it's petty or whatnot or playing politics, but the, the Democrats are in the minority in Congress in both houses now, but, you wouldn't know that though. <laughs> you wouldn't know that from how they are fighting every single thing and how they are fighting in the media and everywhere. And, and, and it's constant. And my question is like, why didn't Republicans fight like so hard like this when Obama was in, you know, they, uh, Democrats, were, I mean, they fought tooth and nail about all, every single appointment whether you know whether you feel like it's petty that they're doing that or not and i me personally look as long as they are going by the rules and okay yeah it might take make things go a little bit slower than usual but you know if they're doing things by the book then i have no problem with it and it makes me think that because one of the things that Republicans have been bringing up about the about confirming all you know the cabinet is that well we confirmed Obama's cabinet you know x amount of days I forget now but it was it was quick um okay that's nice and all but um I actually don't think that's that was that's a great thing to be bragging about personally <laughs> because um um that kind of means you really wasn't um fighting to uh, about these appointees and so now you you sit back and see what the democrats are doing with the trump administration they're fighting every single point, appointment which if i am a constituent of a democrat i have no problem with that's that that were the sort of things that we wanted from them when the obama administration was um having all these appointees come through because of X, Y, and Z, or what, or, or whatever. So, so, um, so I, I really don't have no problem with the with what Democrats are doing as far as them fighting, because that's what they're supposed to do. Unfortunately, Republicans don't do that. If they were, in, you know, whether they're minority or even now, it looks like even as a majority, they just really timid about. Um, they're timid and seem to care more about the opinion of the opposition than they do their constituents so um and you know this you know i'm just trying to think about um 
just thinking about how how it's how they are when the Republicans as far as during the Obama administration that whether it was Fast and Furious, Solyndra, IRS, or Benghazi, um, th- you know their claims and and what the evidence they were bringing towards the Obama administration. Anything that they said to the media and tried to report and tried to report about. Republicans and you know conservatives were reporting about the, um, the Obama administration was always met with with the major news outlets as like some sort of conspiracy theory or just wasn't given any credibility because let's face it most people in these major news outlets are liberals so they always are skeptical overly skeptical basically just you know not even totally just totally dismissing their claims. Uh, meanwhile, you flip this around now with the Trump administration. Now, basically any claim a Democrat makes can just go to the media and most of them will just go run right with it, you know, and 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 basically give the, the Democrats more credibility in their in what they are claiming about the Trump administration. And, you know, when I'm saying that, it's just that because. You know, these major news outlets are reporting to a good majority of people. Um, the people, and especially once in the people that are that don't follow politics all the time. So they basically getting a lot of their news, whether, um, I mean, whether they're getting it, you know, straight on in, through TV or just media through, the, you know, phones and tablets or whatnot. But they're um, that's where they're getting, where they're getting a lot of, a lot of their, I guess, information, and you know some, some will see that, uh, will see a Democrat on you know I don't know ABC, NBC, CBS, or whatever nightly news or something making a claim, and then you know that reporter turns around basically gives it credibility by saying like well that's you know that's a real that's a question that needs to be asked or something like that or i and I think we need to do some investigative journalism on it or, or something like that as opposed to the past eight years when um uh, a Republican or conservative, you know, will make a claim about something. Oh, well, that's just hearsay or that's just, you know, conspiracy theory amongst Republicans. It just, they're, they're just using anything because they're racist <laughs> in a way that, or just use any excuse to try to dismiss whatever Republican or, you know, conservative will saying. So, um, <clears throat> so that, that's, um, that's a bit nerve wracking, but Hey, that's, that's, <laughs> That's the name of the game, really, and it kind of, kind of goes, goes into where you just have a lack of conservatives in the media, and when I, and not even just media, just business in general. And I don't know if it's just a lack of conservatives. I mean, I, I, I would guess it's a lack, but it, or it may be just a lack of will of conservatives in business or in media to to be an advocate for 
their values, I mean, like liberals are. Liberals have no problem putting their values out there and to act upon them. Uh, meanwhile, a lot of conservatives tend to not, I guess, either not or just not there of what I'm saying. And, um, and I mean, and saying in media and business too, cause in, cause in business as well, I mean, you see all these businesses that are doing something that that's promoting whatever, whatever liberal hot topic it is that <laughs> of the time. But, um, but, and, uh, but a lot, and a lot of these businesses are, you know, multi-billion dollar businesses that are doing it. Meanwhile, you, you wouldn't have, you don't see too many, um, I guess conservative corporations out there just champion something, uh, conservative. It's normally, you know, it's normally something pretty liberal. And that's what I was saying as far as you just, you you're seeing a lack of any any conservative advocacy i guess in a way and and i'm not saying that they have to be i'm just what i'm saying is that you you just hear you just seeing one side and either that is because they're not there or they're not willing to put themselves out there and either way that's not that's not good because you just you just continually to go further to the left and there without any resistance i mean that's a resistance i would you know that i'm there are before not this resistance toward the trump administration that constantly is going on and being you know held up by the by you know major news outlets wanting wanted to promote the resistance now now it's a resistance i mean back when it was a tea party it was all obstruction and racism (laughs) and whatever whatever ism you can put behind it whatever negative ism you can put in that's what it was when it was when it was opposition towards obama but now it's the mighty resistance you know basically making like star wars or something (laughs) but um but uh but yeah, like I said, man, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm just getting all this off my chest. It's stuff I've been kind of milling around today and like you know, the last been posting nothing but interviews, so thought it'd be good just to get to put this long rant on <laughs> tonight. So <clears throat> and uh and you know, I'm <laughs> I mean, it's not like I believe that uh, everything these major news outlets are doing is like oh, is fake news. I mean, I don't I don't believe that either. I don't take it as far as like well, everything they're doing it just is is fake news and all that. I'm, no, I mean some of it, some of it could be true. The thing of it, thing about it is, it's just kind of hard to decipher which one it is. Um, and you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to be sympathetic to the media either though even though you may feel like okay you, that they may be or that i guess you could say maybe trump supporters or trump um, himself is maybe going too far as far as 
with the whole fake news thing. But hey, there are examples of that for one, and also they make themselves pretty hard to sympathize with when for the past eight years you've been playing patty cake with the Obama administration. So, so it's you know I'm you you want to be fair and say okay you know maybe it's, it's not as as how they're how they're portraying it as far as what they're portraying the media being fake news but then you turn around like you, you want to try you want to turn around and defend a media, a media that's been basically just been Obama's just press corps <laughs> for the past 8 years and so and now you want and now they want to be respected now <laughs> I mean, you kind of lost a lot of respect in the past eight years, so so it's it's something that you kind of have to. Um, well, at least for me, so I mean, like I said, some just take it to the point of where they just like it's all fake news, all of it, and um, you know, I like I said, it's kind of hard to, f- to figure out what is fake or not. Because they, because you don't know if, if whether there are make just making up stories just to just to hurt the Trump administration just because, or if it is real journalism. Because they've been showing so much bias um, in the past, and not just eight years. I mean, just in, just overall when it comes to Republicans, um, but uh, but we got five minutes left. And um, I pretty much got it all out, all all what was on, on my mind, and um, you know, and um, I appreciate um anyone who was listening, and uh, I'll probably do a a video recap on Saturday or maybe Sunday. I really don't know yet. No, right now I'm in Meridian, Mississippi. On broadcasting on Spreaker, and, and so in the next couple of days, uh, depends on where I'm at. I I won't be posting another episode, uh, not another rant. I won't be won't be doing that tomorrow. Take that one day off, I guess, and then um didn't do the the video recap on Twitter slash Periscope and on Facebook Live. To kind of talk all all about the interviews, I guess, and I, I guess this. If anyone has any questions, I guess on the on um, Facebook or anywhere this is posted. Right now, we are broadcasting on Spreaker. We are on SoundCloud as well. We are waiting to see if we will be approved for iHeartRadio. And you know, working on trying to get on iTunes, it's um, it's not as easy for me, I guess, to get on. I'm, I don't know. It's not like I know. Every, I, I don't know any of this. All this is new. You know, even doing the interviews the past uh, the past week was all new. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know how to how to get audio and put it on the on a podcast all this i learned this this week (laughs) Uh, and even as far as editing i edited one 
episode, which was the first episode, because that just I edited it and put all three clips together and then played it all the way through. If anyone noticed that, but um, but after that, I just to edit it and try to you know, like to do stuff as far as trying to take the background sound out and to take parts out, and you know, maybe I could do it in future podcasts. I mean, I probably I'm, well, I know I will, but it just all trying to edit all of those clips because we're talking like 23 clips I remember and trying to get all of that and just trying to go through every second it's yeah I, I, I'm i just glad that how I recorded it the way I recorded it where I just started when I clicked on the recorder and started right there and then ended it right there I'm glad I didn't put a lot of conversation before and <laughs> before and after where I had had to edit it out i'm glad i recorded it that way so i wouldn't have to do so much editing um you know it's funny because you know um my wife does a lot of video editing and and by looking at all the stuff i was doing i I just wow that that is a editing is is yeah it's very time consuming consuming and and tedious Uh, I, i i i know found that out just just in the past week so so um coming up on the end and um just want to let everyone know also just say again i appreciate you listening and if you want to connect with us anytime on facebook instagram twitter facebook the name is all the same is all trend chat 24 7 and TrendChat247.com will take you right to Spreaker right here to listen to any of these episodes. And um, I, I truly appreciate everyone listening so far right now. Actually, I looked at the, the stats and we have over 280 um, plays, which is a lot for me. I mean, the fact that, you know, one person want to listen is, is great. But uh, um, I appreciate you. And uh like I said, uh, I'll guess I'll be back next Tuesday or maybe Monday. Who knows? I might have something else that might be ranting, ranting on. So I'm just gonna let this smooth music play on out all the way to the end, and I and till next time, I will chat with you later. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com thisishome today.
Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700.